think of Northern Colorado's talent? Well, I think it's, I, you know, obviously I, I, I think it's, it's pretty good. It, it's hard to tell a lot considering uh, they haven't played an exhibition game. But, but you know, we got some, some uh, uh, scrimmages, you know, type work where we've been able to evaluate some. And, and, and you know, they return, you know, multiple starters and, and, uh, uh, and are well-coached. You know, well drilled. That's very evident. So uh, uh, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a, a a good first game, but I also think it'll be a hard hard game because you know we don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I always feel that way because I think everybody knows what we'll do for the most part, but but uh, certainly we don't know what they'll throw at us. That'll be different from what we've seen, and, and certainly maybe something that we haven't worked against at all. You know, I, I think Rustin, we should. And, and the, the one thing that gives me a little bit of an idea that if we're going to do things that we've done in the past, it doesn't take them long to pick up on different things. Like we haven't put in a lot of sets or anything like that, but we've put in, we put in several here in the last week. And it seems like to me the veteran guys pick that stuff up uh, uh, quicker, uh, obviously, because they've, they've done it before. Um, so I, I think that's, that's a positive. But we haven't done near enough situational work at all. And, and, you know, no matter how much of a veteran team you have, you always want to, you know, go over situations or, you know, our so-called two-minute drill or whatever it is uh, that football uses on a daily basis, you know, special situations. And we haven't – I don't know if any team's had the time to do it the way they want to do it, but certainly that, that's the one area I feel like that we're behind in. Where do you spend your time instead? I mean, what, Meat and potatoes. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, transition – uh, transition defense, uh, uh, half-court uh, offense, whether it be against the different types of zones, uh, uh, you know, our half-court defense, how to, how to, you know, how to play defense and offense in the last 10 seconds of a shot clock, you know, how to get it in in certain situations, but, but, but not as much of a situation, you know, that, that you would say, Okay, two seconds left side out of bounds. You know, there's all kinds of things that we'll put in, but we haven't put in everything. You know what I mean? Or, or, or you know, real short clock plays that are that are unique. That that's fine if you if you have a timeout that you can definitely address. But without the timeout, you know, you, you may not be as prepared. So there's a lot of things like that that we haven't haven't got in yet. No. Had two practice games, or will they be? Will they be nervous? Yeah, yeah. But I think I think Perry will be nervous. I think I think Frank will be nervous. I, uh, I I think they should be a little nervous. So even though the exhibition games have been good, uh, we were exposed uh, in the first exhibition game on a lot of things. In the second one, we were a little bit better. Uh, but but this this will be a this will be a whole different ball game starting Friday, and, and certainly a, a totally different feel come Tuesday. No, 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 no. Exhibition games, there was no preparation. Uh, that's not being negative. You know, uh, uh, we didn't prepare on how to guard actions. We didn't prepare on on uh, 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 how to do anything other than you know just what we wanted to do that particular game, and we didn't show anything really to to uh, 
to warrant, uh, uh, you know, preparing for it. Like in the last exhibition game, I wanted to see how we could listen during timeouts. So it may have looked like, even though it wasn't great, looked like we ran some plays. We didn't do one thing that we do. I was just drawing some stuff up at timeouts just to say, hey, can we go execute just to see if we can listen. So and even though, you know, whether it worked or didn't work, that was almost irrelevant, just being able to carry out assignments and listen and, and, and freshmen doing that. And we didn't always do it right. So that would be the kind of stuff that I think once you get into the season, I don't think you're really doing that kind of stuff. You're probably, you know, locked in on just having a great possession and, 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 uh, and giving your team the best chance to win. Well, I mean, based on how things went the other night, I would I would think right now, unless something changes, to start Jamari next to Perry. Uh, I I think that uh, that Landon and Hunter and Jamari and Carlton all have shown signs of being really good uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Carlton, the first exhibition game, may have been our best performer. Wasn't as good in the second one. Hunter was really good in the first one. wasn't quite as good as the second one. Uh, Landon was better in the second one than he was the first one. Uh, uh, and but I thought Jamari played well in both of them. Uh, uh, so so you know it's whether you know just trying to kind of feel it feel it out right now. But that's probably the direction we'll go. You know, uh, uh, you know, going into practice today. Do you think Green uh, will be healthy this year? He, uh, well, I mean, I, I hope he's healthy this year. He was fine yesterday. So, you know, he was fine uh, Tuesday at shoot-around and then couldn't go and then was fine win, uh, Wednesday practicing. So uh, even though we didn't hardly do much at all yesterday. But, but so, I, I mean, you know, it's going to be one of those things that our doctors and trainers tell us, you know, it's going to take a year for him to be probably 100%, even though there's not anything structural. He'll experience tightness and soreness and that kind of stuff. And, and uh, you know, but I, I, I anticipate him being fine. Through the first two exhibition games that you guys just wrapped up, how would you assess how your team handled some of the, the new rule changes specifically with, with Fallon? I thought actually uh, better than I thought we would. You know, there, there's certain emphasis. Like we, we've always been a bad screening team from a legal standpoint. But I'm not sure there's a good screening team in America from a legal standpoint. You know, used to be, you know, it, it, it you know, if if there's not an unbelievable major advantage or, or or an obvious moving type situation, then, then teams were able to get by with, with illegal screening. So to me, that's one that we have to emphasize. You know, you got to come to a jump stop every single screen, regardless of what it is. You got to come to a jump stop, which would prove that you're not moving if you're able to do that. Uh, and, and then from a from a that would be an emphasis on offense and from a defensive standpoint, you know you you've got to you know obviously play your man before he catches it, and then as soon as he puts it down, the tendency is to one wide hand and and jamming with the other arm. That's how we've done it for years. That's how everybody's taught it. That's how everybody plays. And now as soon as he puts it down, you know both hands have to be wide. So so there there there's some differences, but I think we've actually done a decent job. I, I was surprised. I mean, there were obviously fouls called, and we're and, and and you know, regardless of who gets the benefit of what call, that's not to me really important in in our exhibition games. But but the number of fouls called, uh, you know, and, and I I thought it would be closer to thirty both halves, twenty five at least, fifty total. I think is well under that. So I think I think that players are 
are, are, are getting it. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be 50 fouls called on Friday or, or 60 on Tuesday. Uh, uh, but, but certainly uh, I think our players are at least buying into this is how we have to play. And it's becoming more of a habit. <coughs> Day before season starts, any lingering concerns for your guys? What's the biggest thing in your mind right now? I would say from my, from my standpoint is it's just, you know, you're always concerned, are you prepared? Can somebody do something to you that you're not prepared for? And, and, and the, the answer is yes. The, 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 that can obviously happen. But from my, my standpoint, uh, uh, you know, we're going to try. This is who we are. This is how we're going to play. We're not going to do something to try to really screw somebody up early in the season if that's not who we are. I think it sends a bad message. This is who we are. But for this game, let's play this way because it'll work better. I mean, I, I think that seems, sends a bad message to your guys. Well, if it works better, why aren't we doing that all the time? So I, I think there's a, a, a certain thing that I think that a lot of coaches feel like, well, we have an advantage early on. But a lot of coaches feel like, well, sometimes with that advantage, it, it, it doesn't really help us in the long term of, of defining what we want to be. So. Uh, like, we could be a better zone team right now than we have been, without question, because we obviously don't slide as well in some positions that, that, that we'd hope to. But, okay, so let's bail them out and play zone until we get better, man. Well, that sounds good in theory and smart and all that stuff, but it isn't like college football where if you lose a game early, it's over. It's, it's you know, one of those things you just want to continually get better throughout the deal. And I wouldn't want to send our guys a message saying that, hey, we can always go play zone if we're not any good at man because that's not who we are. That's not what I want our identity to be. You know, obviously, we haven't seen Shaq play the game yet, but how's he been in practice? Has he been pretty good? He was actually, yeah, he has been pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, and, 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 you know, who knows if you will. Uh, I'm confident that we will, uh, that you will, but, but that obviously hasn't been – the consensus with you know everybody you know making decisions at least to this point, uh, but uh, uh, because it's still ongoing. But yeah, he, he's he's a defensive presence. He's a runner, jumper, uh, active guy, and his offense, his shooting has improved tremendously. But he's very raw. I mean, he's he's very raw. So he's one of those guys that that every outing that he misses will impact him more than what it would if somebody was had been acclimated and was probably, uh, 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 you know, grew up playing in a situation where, where, where uh, uh, maybe his uh, skill level and, and things like this were a little bit more advanced. So, I mean, I mean, he's raw. I mean, he's really raw. But, but raw is good. I mean, you can mold raw. Uh, but, but, you know, there's some things you can, he can do you can't, you can't teach. But he needs repetition. So every, every, every time, every day that he's out, it obviously – is, is a negative because he needs a repetition, you know, far more than Landon would, let's say, because Landon's already got repetition. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, it's, it's a big loss not having him. How, how is he handling this? I mean, does he come to you with questions? or do you Every just, day. Yeah. Every day he asks. Every night, I hope it's before he goes to bed because it's around 10 o'clock or 10.30, so <laughs> it's certainly right when I'm going. But, but uh, you know, he texts me, Coach, what's up? You know, what, what, what are you doing today? Every morning, Coach, what's up? And that's his way of saying, I'm not going to ask about the situation, but hopefully he'll, I'll give him some information. Uh, uh, and I haven't had a lot to give him other than the fact that, you know, he's been great. You know, he, he hasn't, 
course, I don't know yet. We haven't made him really available to you guys to to give his opinion on things. But but he he's been great bec- uh, in that. Uh, uh, you know, he, he, he respects what's going on. He respects people trying to help him. He, he's, he's frustrated beyond measure uh, because, he, you know, it, it's something that he can't, you know, if we can't understand it, certainly he can't understand it because all he knows is I, I, I grew up in Mali and I left my family to come over here to live out a dream and I went to where it was a good school and, and, and now they're saying I can't play because of the school I went to. Uh, you know, he, it's, it's hard for us to understand that but it's also—it's even harder for him if you stop and think about it. You mean I left my family for three and a half years, and it was too expensive to even for them to call. So I, I lost contact with them in a lot of ways because we couldn't afford the phone calls to come over here to live out a dream, and I can't do it. You know, so 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 even you know, and that—that's that's frustrating to him. Now, for even from a bigger picture than that. Uh, you know, there's there's obviously been a lot of good things that's happened to him since he's been here, and and, and of course, he's benefited our university uh, by being here, and I think that we've benefited him by being here. So, as far as us, it's been it's, it's been good collectively for both parties, uh, but but it, it's one that that he he, I mean, when he, you know, he'll just look at you and say, I I, I don't I don't understand, I, I don't understand, and I think he's got some, you know, he hasn't been involved with the legal fights and or anything like that, but I think he's got some. Some pretty legitimate concerns. You said you guys have benefited from him. How, how has the team benefited from him? Oh, having well, we've benefited from him by first of all, he changes practice every day because he tries so hard. I mean, if other guys don't try, they can't. They they can't keep up from an effort standpoint. Uh, you know, he been he he he's one of the best role models we've had because nobody, nobody since I've been here in 13 years tries harder academically than he does. Nobody. Scooter would tell you the same thing, and, and so our guys see that. Our guys see, well, he's not even playing, and he's, you know, he, he's everywhere 20 minutes early. He's everywhere 30 minutes early. No, nobody tries hard in the weight room. So he's been a leader for us without question. We benefited by his presence because he is, uh, uh, he's been so good uh, 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 for others to see what real work is and what trying really is because we all say we try, and, and granted, our guys do try. They try hard, but he's actually taking it to a whole different level of trying. Uh, and so I, th- and, and then you know he's we benefited from him being here without question, uh, and and of course he's benefited from from all the the resources that we've had to give him once he's been here. Uh, uh, you know whether it be through strength and conditioning, whether it be through ball, whether it be through academics, uh, or whatever, because because. You know, he's a guy that wants to absorb. He's like a sponge. He wants to absorb as much as possible. Can you imagine if, if, if I mean, just in, this is, you know, shallow thinking probably, but let's say you're going to go travel abroad for a semester in school. Well, you're going to go to Paris and, or, or wherever you're going to go travel abroad and sit in your room every night and not do anything and not actually go see the sights and everything like that. I mean, is that how you would do it if you're traveling abroad or would you want to say, Hey, I got an opportunity to go do this. I need to make the most of every day and, and, and try to soak up as much. Well, that's the that's the that's the attitude he has here at Kansas. I want to soak up as much of this as I possibly can. So, so uh, I, I think it's been very good both ways. Do you think talks could uh, escalate and speed up now that the attorney said it was a witch hunt? Uh, you know what? I'm not going to get into what uh, uh, his guardian's representation says, uh, but I will tell you this, I'll find it very interesting to wake up and read it. 
uh, uh, on a daily basis because, uh, you know, everybody's got, you know, you know, without going any 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 detail at all, because I don't know the detail what what he and his attorney talked to. That's I mean that's attorney client privilege. I don't I don't understand that, but but uh, or I can understand what they talk about doesn't necessarily affect us in some ways because he's no longer fighting for Ku. He's fighting for his client, and so that's a totally different thing. I mean I mean we we've tried to do it from Ku standpoint. Uh, in, in which we have, and, and fight for our university and the kid. Now it's now it's now it's something totally different. Uh, you know, he, he's he's been retained to fight for individuals, not not our institution. So, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll find it very interesting what 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 is said and and what comes up because uh, I guess I guess it can affect us, but but you know, more importantly, he he he's not hired to represent Ku's point of view. He's hired to represent the client's point of view, and so I, I think it is going to be interesting to read these things moving forward. Do you, do you have any concerns about working with <coughs> the rest of the team about dealing with the potential of a disappointing ruling? No, 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 no. I, th I think our guys are, 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 you know, we got young guys, and I, I, I mean, we got we got veteran guys, even though they're all young, but but we got veteran guys. And, and, and kids don't look at it quite the same way. You know, to Sheck or to a, any individual that's going through it, it's the world to them. To all the other individuals, yeah, we really want that for him, but, but still they're, they're kind of focused on what's going on with them uh, uh, as much as anything else. So I, I don't think it'll be a, a, a terribly negative uh, uh, distraction at all. Uh, at least I hope it won't. Uh, but I do know it would be a, a, a big positive boost but it wouldn't be a positive boost because of what he could do for us that, that that's that's not it it'd be a positive boost it'd be what what this would do for an individual it's it's not about whether Sheck makes us better and I know people think I'm nuts it's it's not about that I mean yeah would he yeah sure he would and, and over time but 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 that that that's great but what it's about is is about an individual because the way that we look at this if it was your son or daughter and they were going to be in any situation or, or what, whatever it is, or, or let's say he's denied admittance to a college or, or, or wrong, wrongly uh, or, or controversially denied an opportunity for some reason. Well, to that entity that deals with a 1,000 applicants, it may not seem like it's quite as big a deal. But to that family, it's a huge deal. I mean, that totally affects a lot of different things. And and, and you start thinking about dreams and, and, and goals and visions and sacrifices that are made. So, so it, it, this would be good for KU, but it wouldn't be near as good for us as it would be for him uh, because, you know, we're going to move on. You know, we, life goes on. We're going to move on. Uh, uh, but for him, you know, life will move on if it doesn't come, come out right, uh, uh, at least the way that we think it should. Life will move on, but it's not the same way. You know, it's not the same way. It, you know, when when, when someone when, when when something bad or, or something harmful happens to a to an individual, it affects the families a lot more than it affects people in masses that read the story and say, "Yeah, that's too bad," and then they move on to the next day of life. And and, and certainly, I I think in, in this particular situation, we got to look we 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 got to we got to look at it like that as a parent or like somebody that 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 is is really really trying hard. And done everything that they've been asked to do, and then and then be de be denied the opportunity to to uh, 
live out a dream. So I, I, I think it's, I think it'll be bigger for Shaq than it will be for us, even though it would be great for both. Understanding you, you know you can't do much about it, you know, the final ruling in a way. Do you get tired of this? I mean, it's, you've had this happen. Yeah, but you know what? I've, I've, uh, this is true. And this is where I'll, I'll, I'll basically defend the NCAA on this. Uh, we have had it happen. You know, we, we, we had, we had a, a young man, Braden Anderson, that we signed that was denied because of a Big 12 rule. He, he could, but now the kid's graduating in law school. So he's in law school now. But, 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 you know, at that time, is he qualified because he went to a bad high school? Rules and policies, that's fine. Jamari. Jamari, believe it or not, by rules should not have been eligible. Qualifying score, first take on the SAT, qualifying grades, made it within the, 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 the minimum requirements by a landslide. He was uh, a good high school student. But Jamari was homeless for a year. So by rule, the year that you start high school, you have eight semesters to complete it. Well, if he's homeless for a year, that just he only had six semesters to complete it. And so he needed the other two semesters. Didn't make it. Ben went through a similar case where, where, where the reality of it is, after, after, after NCAA doing their due diligence, they were right. They made the right call. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, uh, you know, so, so, hey, we went through a long time with the twins. And, I mean, it was one of those deals with the twins. I mean, it was, it was uh, uh, guilty till, till you prove that everything was done. And, and when it was proven everything was done, then it was an immediate, oh, you're eligible, no problem. So, so uh, we, we, we've experienced good results. We've experienced bad results uh, on this. But this one doesn't fall into those criteria. In my opinion, uh, uh, but you got to have rules. You got to have policy. We understand that, and 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 the whole thing is, what, if you come to the conclusion after after reviewing everything that that you know this is the way it's got to be, then you know we'll fight it. But that's the way it's you know we, we understand that. It's just frustrating when 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 maybe all that all the things that that needed to be done haven't been done to uh, to. Uh, uh, maybe have a true evaluation of the situation because of policies. That's what's frustrating. Nobody's done any, no. There's no bad people. Nobody's done anything wrong by, by trying to say we're out to get somebody. I, nobody believes that. But still, you know, it, it, it needs to be addressed, though. Can I ask you, when you went into the Big Ten, um, did Izzo help you? Or, and I, I mean, In what you probably, way? You probably respected him because of his defense and stuff. Well, I, well when... When we went through the Big Ten, that was when Michigan State was, I mean, they went to three straight Final Fours uh, when, when we were there. So they, they won the national championship the year before we got there. We had played them in Tulsa the year before that when, when Mateen was a sophomore and they went to the Final Four. And then the year that we were in the Big Ten together, we tied for the championship and we were both one seeds. And then we get beaten in the lead eight and he advances to go to the Final Four to play the team that beat us, Arizona. So... So uh, yeah, we've known Tom and I've known each other a while. He's a great guy. He's a great coach. Uh, his postseason success is, you know, with with the exception of Coach K, has almost been unmatched, uh, uh, without question. Uh, so uh, I, 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 yeah, he's terrific, and and, uh, and he'll have his guys chomping at the bit to play, just like our guys will be chomping at the bit to play. Do you like playing them so often? 
uh, I don't dislike it because I think it's great preparation for later on. You know, last year when we played them, they weren't they weren't as good, obviously, early, and we weren't very good yet. And so it wasn't the – I remember we shook hands after the game. He said, well, you won, but you're probably just as mad as I am. You know, uh, 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 you know that was that was basically his reply. And if we don't, and if they'd have won, I said, "Hey, good win!" But hey, you'll like watching that tape too. So, so, but that, but he's he's a very very honest guy, uh, and will definitely say what he feels as opposed to, you know, coach speak all the time. I think I, I think I read he was the first one to call you when you got the only one job. Is that right? Uh, I, I probably I can't remember. So so, uh, but but he always told me when I took the Illinois job that, that he thought I had one of the best jobs. I mean, he thought that was. A, a job that that had a chance to be great, and and he, and he was right. I mean, it's obviously a fantastic job. Well, you spent most of your time in the, in the Big Eight, and then was in Oklahoma. Did you know anything about Michigan State and that program when you went to the Big Ten? Well, we played them when I was at Tulsa. Yeah, we played them in Hawaii, uh, uh, in Hawaii, and uh, uh, I think they beat us by about ten. I mean, we we, we tried hard. I, I was I was so impressed, and and Norm would remember this, but. We play the game, and it's halftime, and they don't guard an action right at the end of the half. Let's say they're switching ball screens and one guy doesn't switch, or they're trapping a ball screen and one guy doesn't trap it late clock. And they score. And I walked in the locker room, and Mateen Cleese was mounting everybody on their team. I mean, like, 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 hey, you know, like, you want some, come and get it type deal to everybody on their team. Over two points in a game in which they were up double figures. And I thought, hey, these guys are pretty good. You know, because it meant something to them, not just to win, but it meant something to, do them, to them to do it right. And, and that, that, that's been in the – and that's all a reflection of, of, of a Coach Izzo. Anything else? Hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you.